Hey, this is High Pitch Eric, and you're listening to the Sausage Hub Podcast with Johnny Chabasa. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. Oh, yeah. 30 podcasts in 30 days. We're just stretching across the finish line. I can't believe we're going to get it done. But I don't want to count any chickens before they have. But we got one more day after this. One more day now, we're going to count before it That they don't tell anybody about. Because we lay it down the way it needs to be laid down. Soft caresses, rose petals, and everything else. And if you're going to start off a fantasy football ferocity, you're going to start it off football kick right to the one yard line because we don't do touchbacks here. We want to make you bring it out because our kickoff team's going to bring it and we're going to knock your fucking head off. And on the first play of the game, you're going to get your week three football minute. Here we go. Week three in the NFL, week four in college, a very special special teams week in America. Big special teams records tied and broken in the NFL. A 68-yard field goal attempt would be the longest ever, but it's short and returned for a record-tying 109-yard touchdown. Meanwhile, a 66-yard field goal attempted, doinked and made. Just when you think they should get rid of all kicking in football, they go and have a special teams day for the ages. I've never spent this much time talking about kicking on the football minute. Oh, by the way, America's team, the Cleveland Browns, sacked Ohio State Buckeye Justin Fields nine times in a decisive victory. Oh, yeah, the Ohio State Buckeyes did four script Ohio's at halftime for Alumni Band Day during a 59-7 squash match over poor little Akron. Clemson got upset by NC State. Ha ha! Kansas City got upset by the LA Chargers. Ha ha! Arkansas got upset by Texas Agricultural and Mechanical. Ha ha! And Monday night, Hoagie Land got whooped by a team that even shouldn't be in the NFC East, and that's the Dallas Cowboys. And that was Monday Night Football. And oh boy, did Michy take it to Johnny in the last second in fantasy football. There you go. That's your football minute. Yeah, you heard it as a standalone. So what? You can hear it again. It's like a great song. You think you listened to Stairway to Heaven one time? More than one time? Or maybe not Stairway to Heaven. How about Freebird? How about any song? How about Fuck You? That's one of my favorite songs. I see you driving around town with a girl I love, and I'm like, Fuck you! of knowing what's going down, man. There's someone I don't even want to talk to right now. Because 
because he pulled the magic out of the hat. He stuffed me with my own defense. But anyway, that's why he is America's commissioner. And he is... I, I got it. I have to tip my cap. I have to doff my derby. I have to genuflect in front of him. Everything he did to beat me in the final seconds. He made me think that I was going to win. He pulled the wool over my eyes. He pulled the rug out from underneath me. He pulled the football just like Lucy did for Charlie Brown or whatever his name is. I don't know. But regardless, proving it every week. Michi. America's commissioner, what's going on, dude? I laugh because it's fun. I laugh because it's entertaining. I laugh because it's fantasy football. And I get a big chuckle out of the program. And that football minute, unsolicited, by the way, is a uh, is a thing that I have a question of just to start right. I, got, I need to start right now with this question. Sure. Ask you a question. Sure. What is A&M stand for again? For those in the back who perhaps didn't hear it, what was that about A&M? Even though it's not an A&M college per se anymore, it stands for agricultural and mechanical. When they started Texas A&M, Michi, it was a bunch of farmers and mechanics apparently i don't know what they do down there in south texas and i don't want to know either but i do know that they gave us miles garrett and they gave you miles garrett and you gave miles garrett to me Ugh. now america just to recap fantasy football players just to recap it was uh yours truly mr sunshine of course uh against uh, uh the rust belts looking good feeling good and Mr. Sunshine walked into the dance and said, oh, let's go. We played America, a game where either of us would have beat anyone in the league. We played a very competitive ball game. I played and started the, the uh, Cleveland Brown, hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Brown defense, because our host and friend, Johnny Kilbasa, was going to be watching that game. And they proceeded to put up, in our league, 23 quality points. Now, that's a little salt in the wound. That's ridiculous for a defense. But to put some buckshot with salt into another round, my Sunday night man, Trey Sermon, Ohio State, played against his quarterback, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. And the decision would be based on this 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 outcome. And Trey Sermon is not the player I thought he was. Trey Sermon will be on the bench very soon, fantasy football lovers. You're going to chase points, not the guy. But what he did do is score a very late touchdown as option 99 for the San Francisco 49ers. And those six points were enough to give me a five-point victory. Mr. Sermon, I sent you you a note saying thank you for fantasy football love. Um, I doubt I'll hear back from you. But you're going to be off my team because I cut the Cleveland Brown defense this week, Mr. (laughs) Kielbasa. Dick. 
And I'm going to cut the guy who beat I am going to cut the two players I put into my lineup just to beat you. Because mission accomplished. And there's a recap that uh, the NFL Fantasy gives. Would you care to share that with the Mishy benefited from 23 points from the Cleveland Browns DEF, by the way, of six pass PA and nine sack. And 20 points from Lamar Jackson to beat Johnny Kilbasa 112 to 107. First time I broke 100 this year. Mishy's been unstoppable in this matchup as of late, winning five straight. Are you kidding me? Five. Uh, uh, Aaron uh, Rodgers led Johnny Kilbasa with 22 points, while Kareem Hunt wrapped up 21. It was looking good for Johnny going into Sunday night. Oh, but Miss, uh, but Mishy falls to fourth place while Johnny drops to eighth place. Trey Sermon had plenty of chances for Mishy, but he logged just 34 total fucking yards on 12 touches. Son of a bitch. I, I was like, okay, I, I was looking. At, I wasn't watching the score, but I was watching Aaron Rodgers go up and down the field at the end. I'm like, oh, this is just icing on the cake. I turned it off before Trey Sermon scored the damn touchdown that got you the win. Oh, Mishy. That is the the thrill of victory and the agony of fucking defeat in fantasy. It doesn't get any better than that. You picked up dudes just to beat me, and now you're throwing them away like yesterday's newspaper. Thanks for nothing, Trey Sermon, after I told Michi how good he was going to be. I fucking tell you, America, I can tell you, America, the, the, the joy and the pain. And each of you know this. Waking up on a Monday morning. And thinking you've won and lost. Ugh. And from my uh, point of view, I'm in, in a different time zone, Mr. Kobasa. Yeah. And <laughs> I watched it. And <laughs> the idea that Trey Sermon was like really the last option on a goal line. Ugh. And I'm saying to myself, at least he's in the game. Okay. And there it goes. And I'm going to need a couple of points because Aaron Rodgers personally could have put up 30 points in this game, but they went to the running back as opposed to throwing and his numbers were suppressed. Now in the, in my game with my quarterback, Mr. Jackson, Jackson, he uh, had a couple touchdowns dropped. This could have easily been a non-issue, but as the fates and the ferocity have it, it was a completely competitive game. And I crushed you. I crushed your spirit. I crushed your hopes. You are now one of those one and two teams that has to win a ball game, that has to win their fantasy game. Meanwhile, Michi now at, at you know two wins and one loss um, is looking to get into that championship mode and win a couple ball games. So I appreciate us uh, putting your face in the mud and stepping on the back of your head to rise in the standings regardless of what that report says because there's a, there's a couple things that they publish in this bot-controlled recap, Mr. Kabasa. But, uh, yeah, I stepped, your face is firmly in the mud, and I just stepped over you. 
Thank you very much. Aaron Rodgers, my Aaron Rodgers, outscored Lamar Jackson by two points. My Kareem Hunt outscored Derrick Henry by five points. My Najee Harris outscored Jonathan Taylor Thomas by eight points. My Adam Thielen outscored Robert Woods by eight points. How, where the hell do you make up for it? Terry McLaurin out, uh, outscored by Brandon Cooks by five points. Noah Fant cost me the game with his measly one point against the Jets. Meanwhile, Mark Andrews had a solid 10 points. Could have been the difference right there. My flex, Melvin Gordon, 14 points. Trey Sermon should have had zero, but he had nine. Harrison Butker, six points. Brandon McManus, 14 points. Huge day from the kicker from Denver. And Carolina Panthers had a solid performance at 12 points for the defense, but America's team went against tackling dummies in the form of the Chicago Bears offensive line with a rookie quarterback that they just fed to the Wolves. Mishy, why wasn't Nick Foles starting this game? The question is, why was Mr. Fields in the pocket all game long? The uh, the call for Nagy's head is now you know banging even louder. It'll be a uh, misservice to the football-loving fans in the state of Chicago, or the state of Chicago, hello, the The state of Illinois and the city, the country known as Chicago. And these Bears uh, will have a better game this week. You know, Coach Nagy right now is is Adam Gase with a job. And (laughs) it's it's not pretty. Um, The coach up in Minnesota – that I was calling for his head earlier is playing some pretty good ball um, or his team is playing some pretty good ball. It's going to be a fantastic week four in fantasy football, Mr. Cabasa. There are touchdown makers. There are players to cut. There are players to find still on the waiver wire in week four. You know, how did your free agency go? I can answer that. You picked up nobody in free agency in week four that was how that's how deep your face was in the mud by michigan i'll tell you what that cleat print on the back of your helmet because of all the mud that's never coming off (laughs) but you did not pick up any free agents you made no moves so mr kibasa use that this week find the gardens uh with the with the pretty smelling flowers think get into the zone and say hey I'm going to listen to my Sausage Hut fantasy football ferocity, and I'm going to win me this game. I'm getting back to 500. I'm not falling in the basement with the kid who doesn't play fantasy football. I'm going to have some. I'm going to have a great week four. I'm going to take care of my business, and that's why we're here. Let's talk about some fantasy football. Bang that gong! For the record, I did. For the record, I did. Uh, I was trying to pick up Chubba Howard, but Champa Champ uh, took it from me. I did uh, drop Justin Fields, and I did pick up Kirk Cousins. So there you go. And you oh, see, did add your boy Sam Darnold 2.0 and got rid of Devin Singletary. So now, now finally, you and Sam Darnold can win a championship this year, Michi. I am uh, doing the same thing to this week's opponent as I did to you. I have picked up and started the Washington team because this player I'm playing against is a Cowboy fan. And I picked up and and will start Sam Darnold, at least right now, 
over Lamar Jackson. Wow. Because because the Carolina Panthers are playing, again, the aforementioned Dallas pro football team, the Cowboys. So I am using the same approach in week four as I did in week three. What's that, America? Have fun. Fun and win your fantasy football games. And if you want to, let's continue. I can tell you where to put a couple dollars down to. What do you think, Mr. Kielbasa? <laughs> Mishy, there's something quasi-masochistic uh, about you wanting Sam Darnold to have a great career because you want the Jets to go, look, I knew it. You should have just kept him for one more year and you would have been good. But we'll talk about that some other That's, time. That Listen, my idea of happy scouting does not always work with the knuckleheads from NFL.com, the knuckleheads from CBS, and all the other places. Because basically they listen to this program and then sometimes come up with the good stuff. Now, we can all say we're going to start this, start that, but there's no animosity towards my New York football Jets who are riding an ofer. Now, if they were in fantasy football, we were making fun of them. The New York football Giants riding an ofer. Mr. Kibasa, America, I was raised in the Northeast. They finally got a chance to kick me out, and I took it. But there is nothing more dark and gloomy than both New York football teams sucking wind. <laughs> and, then, and for another season, both teams are sucking wind. And for the sake of fantasy football ferocity, you drafted somebody from the Jets? Why? You drafted someone from the Giants, not named Shaquan Barkley? Why? And, uh... The beat goes on, baby. Let's go. The beat goes on, and we're going to get right into it. The fastest three minutes times 16 games in America, lightning round style. We're going to head all the way through week four. We're coming to the quarter pole, or almost to the quarter pole, I guess, now in the 17-game season. That doesn't make the math very good at all, but we don't need to do the math because we do the literature and the calculus and the philosophy, but... We are going to start on Thursday night, where we always start with a game that I could give two shits about, Mishy. The Jacksonville Jaguars and the evil genius and the young kid at no offensive line traveling to the, dare I say, red-hot Cincinnati fucking Kentucky Bengals with Joe Barr. Okay, Mishy, let's start things off on Thursday night talking about this for three minutes starting now. took the Jacksonville Jaguars to have a defensive touchdown last week. You were rewarded, as Mr. Kabasi spoke about earlier in the uh, fastest minute in football. Jacksonville will have no such luck this week. Again, um, the only starter fantasy football-wise, you know you got James Robinson on your team. You know you drafted him for a reason. Continue to play him. Uh, will we see a defensive touchdown from uh, the team from Jayville? No. Will we see a defensive touchdown and the trend everyone should be riding from the Cincinnati Bengals? And the answer is yes. Put five dollars down and watch it become forty-five dollars. Go on the the hotline on the ones and twos. Diagnose which teams' defenses are playing against rookie quarterbacks. Pick them up and start them. Be rewarded by putting your cleats in the back of someone else's helmet by being observant enough, by listening to this program enough to say, hmm, 
Mishy knows what the hell he's talking about. Let's win a fantasy football game. Picking up the Cincinnati Bengals defense. Yes. Starting Joe Mixon, of course. Jamar Chase is a touchdown machine, Mr. Kibasa. Who said he couldn't catch the ball? No one of any consequence. You got him. You drafted him. Uh, he may win you a championship. Start him. Tyler Boyd is going to be a touchdown maker this week, Mr. Kibasa, against the poorest defense of Jayville. <laughs> and again, Mr. Higgins will probably not play. Joe Burrow is the question mark. If you have a quarterback uh, that, say, you picked up, Brother Kirk Cousins, if you have even Teddy Bridgewater, I might uh, start them rather than Joe Burrow. But, Missy, you said touchdown makers from the wide receivers. Okay, that's two touchdowns. Two touchdowns, 200 yards. There will be better options. Kirk Cousins would be a better option. And the Cincinnati Bengals are going to win the first half. They're going to win the second half. They are going to um, go to school. James Robinson is the only guy you trust. The question marks in Jayville are everywhere. And enjoy your Thursday night football. Let's I'm, go. I'm going to start things off, Miramichi, and I'm going to call the upset of the year. And I'm going to say <laughs> the evil genius pulls something out of this hat. He's going to figure out how to block for an extra half a second for the kid. And Cincinnati is due to nose dive at home with all the spotlights on them. So you know what we're going to do. We're going to go. I'm going to take Jacksonville on the money line. I don't care. They are going to win. And you are going to give me, let's see, six um, of the uh, Skyline Chili, Skyline Chili spaghetti platters with with extra cheddar i will uh get you uh a, a room at the uh, downtown cincinnati hilton to work that off as well Let's i like throw sta- in a hotel i like room well, okay weekend. and a hotel room i like staying on the the kentucky side for the record understood hotel in kentucky you got it okay there you and go I'll pay, first I'll wager pay for of the year i'll pay for your car and I will pay for um, um, whatever else you need if that actually happens. <laughs> and as in, in return, all I ask for is 50 cents. 50 cents. You got it. You can buy a couple gumballs with that, and we'll get the hell out of there as soon as we can. Let's go to the Monday or the Sunday afternoon game. Let's head on down I-75 to the 80 where whatever's left of the Falcons are going to host – the Washington team football, Michigan. Let's talk WTF versus Falcons for three minutes. Starting now. All right, America, with the crayons out. WTF, Washington team football. That's all it means. It doesn't mean what the fuck. Washington team football. If you've watched the Washington team, you are saying what the fuck. Because the prognostications of growth and maturity from that team has not happened on the defensive side. This week, Michi has picked up the what the fucks, the Washington team football, going against these trends and saying they are going to crush the Atlanta Falcons into a pulp, similarly the way the Cleveland team beat the team from Chicago. And I would start the Redskins defense over three or four other teams that are highly ranked. I think they're going to have a double-digit game. I am putting a dollar on a defensive touchdown. Believe it, believe it, believe it. 
Now, you drafted the running back, Mr. Gibson, you're going to start him. You drafted McLaurin, you're going to start him. What do you think about the uh, quarterback there, Taylor Hankey, Mr. Kielbasa, on the Washington team football? I don't think much of him, honestly. I mean, he's going to do what he's got to do to get the ball to Terry, and he's going to do what he's got to do to hand the ball off. But uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think of this kid. I think uh, I think he's got a lot of guts, and I like him, and okay. I like him a lot. Is he fantasy relevant? Certain weeks, yes. In this particular game against the Falcons, they're going to handle their business. It'll be a running back show. Highly recommend the running back to get his touchdown this week. On the flip side, Mr. Kibasa, yep. did you buy the hype that Calvin Ridley was the second coming? Did you buy the hype that Kyle Pitts, Pitts, Pitts? was the next coming i did or did you draft or did you just draft young hung ku because all they do is kick field goals that's well he that's a great move if you have young young hung ku he's probably the best he's probably the most popular atlanta falcon in the city right now matt ryan is uh you know like eli manning should be retired flipping double birds to the audience <laughs> uh mike davis you drafted him for something Cordell Patterson is now the best running back on the team. And he got picked up. He was like one of the most picked up uh, dudes this week. Yeah. And you got to be desperate for that. Um, This week against Washington, it's not going to matter. The field goal kicker will be the best thing for the Falcons. More penalties and punts than points for the Falcons. Trademark, Michi, trademark, copyright 2021. P-P-T-P more penalties and punts than points and that's the way it is this game is going to be over early um the redskins defense is a must start for me and as well as the running back you'll find points logan thomas will find the end zone this is going to be one of them 38 to whatever nine games and that's three minutes. Let's talk about something else. Let's go, Mishy. Yeah, we don't know what to say about it. It's, it's like it's, everybody's just done with Matty Ice. I mean, now he just needs to just start throwing because the dude's had like over 4,000 yards every year. But, you know, it's one of those things. But we'll talk about that later because we're going to Buffalo where the Buffalo Bulls get to beat up on the Houston Texans. Or wait, or will they, Mishy? Let's talk about it. Talk about Texans Bills for three minutes starting now. There is every reason in the world to say the Texans plus 15 and a half points. What? 15 and a half points, underdog. Brandon Cooks is a must start, remains a must start. Running backs in Texas, who knows? Who the bleep knows? The question is will Jared Allen? Jared Allen. Will Josh Allen have the same fantastic 40-plus point fantasy football game in this game? The answer is it's a Singletary game. It's a Moss game. You don't know which Bills running back is going to take care of business. If you got either of them, they're both touchdown makers. They're both 60-plus yards on the ground. And Singletary may score one in the air. Stephon Diggs, we all know about. Emmanuel Sanders, welcome home. And Cole Beasley in a PPR format. Put him in. This game is going to be 15 and a half points, kid. And the one variable 
that uh, may balance this game out. Everyone watch your weather reports because it's going to be hot, humid, and raining at kickoff in Buffalo. Later on in the game, the rain will stop. That field might still be slick. Look for uh, a little closer game, and believe it or not, Brandon Cooks is a touchdown maker. One of those running backs who you're not starting is a touchdown maker, and I'm taking the Texans and the 15-and-a-half points. Okay. Taking the Texans and 15-and-a-half. Texans, if they just if Deshaun Watson obviously would be on this team, it would be a completely different team. Their defense isn't bad. Um, Mark, no, they're not. Uh, Mark Ingram, you know, had his day, but we ain't seeing much out of him. I just dropped him this week, if I, or I tried to anyway. And you don't know if it's Lindsey, and I think you know David Johnson. David Johnson, uh huh, is not even going to play. I'm not sure of his status. Yeah. But again, Brandon Cooks, no one drafted him. Why? Michi drafted him in all formats. Why? Because he's the one option. He's a talented football player. And he's a touchdown maker this week. He might be a multiple touchdown maker this week, people. Thank okay. you very much. Let's get the hell out of Buffalo. I don't. <laughs> um, I get in trouble in that town. Let's shuffle on out of Buffalo. I love those wings, and I love the high cholesterol diets that they all have up there. But either way, let's just go to Chicago where they're licking their wounds. I don't know if they decided who they're going to start, but I know who they shouldn't start right now, the poor kid. If you're not going to if you're going to have a 65-year-old left tackle and put him up against the one of the greatest defensive ends ever and expect the kid to do something, you might have problems if you're the head coach. Yeah. How about some unbalanced line and just start running away from those people? And yeah. oh, talk about butt hurt. Detroit getting beat by the world's longest field goal, Michi. Here's an NFC North matchup that nobody wants to hear about. So we're going to talk about it for three minutes. The Lions and the Bears. The Lions and the Bears for three minutes. The Lions could have, should have been out of that game. But not drop passes by the Baltimore Ravens, particularly Mr. Brown. The idea that the Chicago Bears were so bad, as you said, shift the pocket, roll out, get the kids' legs involved, almost in a sense make him comfortable. They seem to go out of their way to do a bad job. It's terrible. However, in Chicago, the news this week is, who the heck is the starting quarterback this week in Chicago? As of this broadcast now, what do you think? They're going to give fields to the woods, or are they going to start Nick Foles? Why? I don't see why I, they, they should have started Nick Foles. I mean, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Why? Unless he's hurt or something, I don't see why they didn't put him in there in the first place. I don't see why Andy Dalton beat him in the in camp, honestly. The, the idea that Chicago is, is a rudderless problem in the National Football League is not hard to imagine. Look at the Jets last year, just a mess. Look at the – the Bears are a mess, and it – from the top down um, I would start Justin Fields if I were the Bears just give him a game plan to work with and how can you give him a game plan when you can't give him an offensive line that's the thing man you get young quarterback like I don't see why Jacksonville didn't spend the rest of their picks on offensive linemen or do anything they can to get an offensive line in front of the kid I mean you got to do jet, that the, the Jets are the same team 
Now, when you are making these seeming errors at the pro level, as I've said a couple times, you, we take advantage of that in fantasy football by swapping out them defenses and getting things going on. Do I recommend that the Lions defense is a start against Chicago? I do not. But these are the things we're looking for. Let's talk about some fantasy football, Mr. Kibasa. Sure. Are you ready? All right. Monty, Monty, Monty for president. David Montgomery is the must start for the Chicago Bears. You drafted Allen Robinson for him to be something of a $17 million man. What you got is more like the crackhead on the corner doing a dance for quarters. And no offense, Allen Robinson. I just couldn't come up with anything on the spot. But you're not. I love Allen Robinson, dude. I love him, but he is not the producer this year on this team. The running back is the only player to put in. As for the Lions, the running backs, both are good starts. I would think that, uh, I would just think that this is going to be a ground chuck kind of game. I think that the teams that can have the least penalties will get a W here. And this is going to be one of those games. If it's raining out, you know, I'm not watching. I'm just finding something else to do. Um, I'm starting Swift. I'm starting Williams and I'm starting Montgomery and I'm getting the hell out of Chicago, the nation of Chicago, because they're already mad at me, but your football team sucks. I wouldn't be surprised if Detroit wins this game, Mr. Kilbasa. I think that my man, you got a golf to get off, is going to go off because he's mad. He's frustrated, and he's like, okay, I need to do something about these these stupid losses we're having here. I'm going to start pitching it around like I know I can do. Watch out for the Detroit Steak Sandwich City Lions to put a whooping, another whooping, on the hapless Chicago Bears, and that will undoubtedly lead to the first acts of the season. Matt Nagy, nice knowing you, bro. Enjoy your last game as a head football coach in the National wow. Football League. That's what I'm saying right oh, now. Two gongs. There you go. And two gongs on down the road. Hey, I mark my words. Let's get on down the road to Dallas. Ooh, man, Dallas is looking good. But you know what? So is Sam Darnold 2.0. This might be a pretty good game. A 1 o'clocker in Dallas? That means it's 11 o'clock local time. I can't believe they do that to people. Do that to teams who are not East Coast. Make them start before 1 on a Sunday. That means they're going to be partying in Dallas. Well, they probably just won't stop partying. So let's talk about the Pokes versus the Panthers for three minutes starting now. His name's not Chuba. Oh, is it Chuba? It's Chuba, but I call him Chuba. I'd rather call him Chuba, too, but Chuba, I'll call you Chuba. And he was another one, I think the most picked up fantasy football player this week so far. And uh, Terrence Marshall should be on your pickup list as well. DJ Moore is playing some really good football, some high-end football. You got him, of course, you're going to start him. Robbie Anderson, if you listen to 
to this program, you've already cut him. Terrence Marshall, if you've listened to this program, you've already picked him up. I am, right now, having Sam Darnold as a 27-plus point fantasy score this week. What? Mr. Kibasa, how do you see How what? do you see that? You're saying he's going to go into Jerry World and slice and dice the entire game. That's what you're telling me. I'm saying this game is an over game if I ever saw one. Okay. And to, for it to be competitive and for the Panthers to upset the Dallas Cowboys, it's going to have to be that way because the Cowboys are playing a pretty good brand of football. Dak Prescott, three touchdowns, one uh, INT that could be blamed on the wide receiver, C.D. Lamb. And right now, Dak Prescott is playing more like Troy Aikman than he's ever played. He doesn't have to throw the ball 50 times like he did in week one. 27 times, 22 completions, if I'm not mistaken, three touchdowns. That's fantasy football gold, Jerry. Gold. gold. And he's your must-start. Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. Both those men could and should be in your lineup. Um, We know Gallup's out. Cedric Wilson is a name no one's going to pick up. Keep it that way. C.D. Lamb is the wide receiver to start for two reasons. Amari Cooper is still banged up a little bit, and C.D. Lamb did not have the best game of his life, and he needs to tighten it up, to use the phrasing, Mr. Kilbasa. T.D. Lamb Lamb is going to have a big game in this game. It's going to be an over game. I'm going to press the button to see the odds. Right now, Carolina is getting four and a half points. By the time game time comes, that'll be three and a half. Take the Carolina Panthers four and a half. Take them outright. They say plus 184. And I'm telling you, this is going to be a great game fantasy-wise, a great game for the fans, and the Carolina Panthers are for real. So you're taking the we, so we're let's do like ah oh man I don't know if I I can let myself take the Dallas Cowboys in a wager but are you really you willing to put something on that Michy you want to really take I the will, uh, Carolina I will, Panthers I will put a I will put a gold star on my helmet not a gold star whatever color star they got and I will walk around with it and I will bet you one thousand dollars for a gold star on the helmet and one thousand dollars. And 1,000 simoleons. Okay. It's on, man. Dallas. I'm not going to be rooting for Dallas, but if, if Carolina, you know, hey, Carolina's Michie's new favorite team. And I, I, think a, I think a Sam Darnold Carolina jersey might be in Michie's future. <laughs> wow. That, you know what? Do you want to skip the $1,000 and we'll. Uh... We'll save Make that, that for next wager? week. Maybe I'll spend some All of my thousand right. dollars on that after Dallas beats you. All right, very good, very good. <laughs> Let's so get the hell out of there. Sure. Let's go to Miami, Miami, where nobody wants to play in late September, early October, except the Indianapolis Colts. Here's a game, Michi, that I couldn't really care any less about right now, but we can talk about it for. Three minutes starting now. The Dolphins and the Colts. <laughs> Let's talk about the Colts for a minute, all right? All right. Underachieving, Carson Wentz ankle will get better and better. I drafted Jonathan Taylor Thomas because he was supposed to be a freight train. That's not the case yet. 
Is he still in my starting lineup? The answer is yes. The news in the National Football League is the Colts and one of my former favorite fantasy guys, Marlon Mack, have made a little agreement that Marlon Mack will be traded this week. And he might be someone on your fantasy football stash list because there'll be some news like that. The second thing with the Colts is, if I read it correctly, Zach Pascal, my favorite computer language, is the hot <laughs> wide is the hot wide receiver pickup for his for his production last week. He is a perfect case and an example. Get your crayons out of chasing points. This week, it's a kid named Pittman, who may or may not have been drafted. He's the touchdown maker. Taylor Thomas is a touchdown maker. I promise you, America. And for the Miami Dolphins, they're a team in turmoil. Their quarterback is is still going to be Jacoby Brissett. Their running game is still highly questionable. And the only name on the list playing in any decent football is a rookie named Jalen Waddell. Waddell. Is he on your fit? Is he on your fantasy uh, free agent list? Put him on your fantasy football free agent list because Michi said so. In this particular game, we're going to see points as we as I spoke of for Indianapolis. Miami is going to get some production from Gaston. Am I starting him? No. Am I starting Jacoby Brissett? Well, I probably should because he's going to be – no, I probably shouldn't. That was a bad joke. He's going to be a 20-point scorer. He – will score a rushing touchdown. And Jalen Waddell or Jalen Waddell, depending if you know the family, is a worthy in a PPR format. Eight, nine, ten catches. Chance at a touchdown. Mike Kosecki, you drafted him. We laugh at you. Jason Sanders, the kicker, will be a nine to 12-point scorer. And if I have to pick a winner, I'm picking overtime in this game. Wow. That's all. That's all I know. That's all you know. And if I'm in Miami, let me tell you what. You want to take the private jet? You want to take me to Miami? I'm not going to this game. We're going to South Beach, and we're going to have conversations with women in bikinis who have English as a second language. Every all time we, we go to Miami, there's all a game, and we don't go to. We never end up going to the games. You say, "Hey, let's never. go down to Miami and go to the game," and we end up never going to the games. I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong. Do that again in the upcoming weeks because as the weather cools here. Um, I will kind of enjoy me a little Miami South Beach sunshine. Fair enough. But you know what else is fair? Heading all the way up to the Arctic because America's team is heading north to take on Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, and all those dudes in their fancy new stadium. The two and one. Cleveland Browns coming off a big victory and coming off the, one of the greatest defensive performances by a lineman ever. Mishy. You got that full sack on the last one, but go ahead. <laughs> Cleveland Browns, Minnesota Vikings. Let's talk about it for three minutes, Mishy. This could be a big one. This could be a big one right here. This is a, this is a huge football game for both teams. The Cleveland Browns Fantasy football-wise, pro football-wise. Odell Beckham decided to say, hey, I can play. Did you have him? Did you start him? Is he somehow still on your free agent wide? Baker Mayfield is yet to have a big game, and he's going to have to have one in this particular ballgame. 
The Minnesota Vikings are surprising me. Kirk Cousins is a little bit surprising. But if you know anything, Kirk Cousins has big games. He also has four games. He's kind of got that Fitz Magic meets Animal Farm. Four games good, two games bad sort of thing in his particular performance. You're, you picked up Kirk Cousins on a free agent wire. Are you starting him, and who would your regular quarterback be? Am I going to start him over Aaron Rodgers? No. Wow. All right, let's play the game then. Aaron Rodgers, plus or minus 25 fantasy points this week. Uh, the Packers are hosting Pittsburgh, plus, plus 25. All right, and Kirk Cousins, plus or minus 25 minutes. I'm going to have to go minus, but it definitely could be plus. My heart tells me minus, my brain tells me plus. Against the Cleveland defense, it's going to be a minus. You've made a good decision. Hold on to free agent wire, because this will be one of those bad games for the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota's going to come to earth against the hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns. It is inevitable. Baker Mayfield has not started a fantasy football game. Plus 23 fantasy points this week. Nick Chubb, must start. Kareem Hunt, are you loving that production? Must start. Touchdown makers, I'll tell you what. I I like a little underdog in this game. I think Higgins, Mr. Higgins is going to get his. Hollywood Higgins? I think, yeah, Hollywood Higgins. Hooper drives the boat is going to get his. This is going to be a game where the Cleveland Browns score touchdowns, not field goals. So if you got Mr. McLaughlin on your team, find a guy who's going to kick field goals. Continue to listen to this program. Cleveland Browns are scoring 35 points against the Minnesota Vikings. Bottom line. And Kirk Cousins cannot score 24 points against the Cleveland defense. When it gets to garbage time, Cleveland's defense may reward you with an interception as well as a couple touchdowns. But, Michi, you cut him. But that because I have alternate reasons. Thank you very much. Well, you cut him just to, to, just to spike it in my face, which I, I, I'm I okay just, with. And I picked up a team that's playing against my opponent's team. It's just part of the fun. Mm. Kirk Cousins, I'm not starting. Dalvin Cook may or may not play. Watch your fantasy um, updates on injuries. Madison had a great game. Justin Jefferson showed up. You got him. You start him. Thielen showed up. You got him. You start him. You want a kicker who's going to kick a lot of field goals? Greg Joseph. Greggy. don't have him, pick him up. You start him. I was in Minneapolis last week um, as part of my travels. Yeah. And they have finally finished that boat that doubles as a football stadium in downtown Minneapolis, Minnesota. And it's ugly. I got to tell you, it's kind of ugly. It's kind of ugly. Inside, they give you half half good light. If it's not Denmark out there, what's that mean? Minnesota's due to be dark and cloudy. My understanding is they're going to have great weather this week and this weekend. So I think that Cleveland's going to take the trip up, the short trip up to Minneapolis. It's not short. Handle their business. It's short if you get on an airplane. It's very short. And... You can you can take the Winnebago and get there in half a day, the please. Winnebago. So I'm telling you, hashtag America's team, hashtag the Cleveland Browns are going to play a complete football game and make Minnesota question their manliness. 
That's it. Let's go. There you go. The Cleveland Browns going to take it to the Vikings. They better anyway, but let's go Not on. better. It's, you know, listen, America, you're writing in damn crayons. Might as well put this one in permanent margin. Okay. Just so you know. Super Bowl. Meanwhile, down in whatever's left of New Orleans and <laughs> nothing left of the New York football giants, that's for sure. Here's an NFC matchup that not many people are going to care about either. Michi, Giants, Saints, three minutes now. This will be a little bit quicker than that. The New York football Giants are getting seven and a half points in fantasy football. If you were chasing points in week three, you picked up Daniel Jones. (laughs) So sad. Too bad. (laughs) Sorry, Giants fan. The idea that Saquon Barkley is going to be a savior is a beautiful idea, but he will be manageable. He will be startable. He will be the only fantasy option for the New York football giants in week four. Will he be a touchdown maker? I'm saying yes. In week four, will he be a top five running back? I'm certainly saying no. So my question to you, Mr. Kilbasa, yeah, if you have Kareem Hunt, or Saquon Barkley for one roster spot at running back. Who you starting in week four? Kareem Hunt because I've been starting him since because I he was Kareem Hunt was the dude who I knew was going to be there in the draft because nobody was going to get him because everyone's going after Nick Chubb. So I sacrificed my first rounder to get a quarterback, and then the void that was left in my RB one I picked up with Kareem Hunt because he was sitting there in the fourth or fifth round, and now he's scoring a bunch of fucking points. Genius. Genius, I think you listen to the fantasy football ferocity. Not enough so, to, not enough to beat the genius though. Damn it. Thank you. Fuck. Thank you. Thank you. Um that cleat mark is permanent. Ouch. The, Five straight. The, Fuck you. Saquon Barkley is your only option. Now in New Orleans, famous Jameis was bad. Well, good, bad, and decent. Alvin Kamara's having a nice year. Um, you got him, you drafted him for a reason, you're starting him. People like to talk about the tight end, Mr. Troutman. He's nothing. Zero. See ya. And Taysom Hill has taken enough glory early on to say Alvin Kamara is the only starter in fantasy football. So the two running backs, the two brand names are your only fantasy football love. If I am in New Orleans and I can get to New Orleans pretty quick, I'm having mega drinks on an outside sort of little sitting area, listening to people on the street play music, and I'm forgetting that they're even playing a football game. I don't care. Let's get the hell out of New Orleans. All right. I'll tell you what, Mishy, since you're going to be there and you know a bunch of people there now, so you're going to tell – I'm going to tell you that I'm going to take the Giants in an upset, and you are going to buy me Hurricanes, and you are going to buy me a Mufaletta, and I will take you to Cafe Du Monde, the mothership. I will introduce you to the current pastry master chef. I will let you put a hat on and get your fingers dirty to make your own tasty desserts in New Orleans. There we go. That that's sounds like a great day to me, just in time. Uh-oh, to head to the swizzy, swizzy <laughs> swamps of Jersey. <laughs> Where, oh, Mishy. Oh, Mishy. <laughs> oh, Mishy, Mishy, Mishy. Just when you thought things couldn't get any worse, the New York Football Jets are hosting 
the Tennessee Titans and your man, Derrick Henry, who might have 400 yards this week. Yes. It's so, rabbit. Let's uh, go easy on your New York football Jets versus the Tennessee Titans for three minutes starting now. The, uh, the scenario earlier of, of picking defenses against rookie quarterbacks was built for the New York football Jets <laughs> for much of the 21st century. And even though the Tennessee defense is not the brand name you would normally pick for fantasy football, they become, you got to pick them up. You got to play them. The New York football Jets, uh, if you read the New York Post or have ever had uh, the ability to, NewYorkPost.com, one of our sponsors next week. Not. the uh, They are ripping into pro football teams from New York. Earlier in this program, I ripped in it too. It's a gray day in Denmark. It's going to be gray and ugly for the New York football Jets. Fantasy football-wise, nothing. Not a zip. <laughs> Because what, of not the even Jets Corey, what's his line. name? No, nothing, okay. nothing. You can if you gotta play, if you gotta play somebody, you're playing Corey Davis. Okay, but don't expect it. Michael Carter, the rookie running back, ah, Ty Johnson gets more touches. Zach Wilson has thrown more interceptions than the last time I played co-ed football on the beach. Mm. Awful. Um, it makes the Tennessee defense a must start. The news in Tennessee for you fantasy football fans is you're starting Mr. Henry. The news is you're starting the backup, Mr. McNichols. You're finding him on your free agent wire, and Terry McNichols is a touchdown maker, a 15 to 17 point in standard league scoring, a 24 point in PPR scoring. Bonanza. In week four in fantasy football, crayons out, buttons pressed. Jeremy McNichols. Why, Mishy? Why? Because Christy Cause McNichols AJ... is his aunt, and Christy McNichol was uh, my first crush. Fantastic. But the other reason is A.B. Brown is hurt and not going to play. The other news is Julio Jones is completely questionable. And the other fantasy nugget in this game is our friend, Chester friggin' Rogers. Chester is friggin' Rogers is going to be a top seven wide receiver in fantasy football this week, making Ryan Tannehill about a 22 point score. But the star of the show, the lock of the year, is Derrick Henry with how many yards again, Mr. Kobasa? Probably 400. All right, there you go. Take Tennessee to win. Hey, you're in a pinch at a tight end. A kid named Jeff Swaim is going to have a double-digit fantasy. Who, who the fuck's this fucking guy? Tennessee Titans is the land of opportunity. If you're hurt or not going to play, there are teams that will pick it up. Ryan Tannehill is too good a quarterback. And lots of opportunity for Tennessee in terms of fantasy football. The line on this game, if I remember correctly, was 15 and a half. I said it a minute ago. No, that was a different game. The Jets are uh, minus seven and a half, and I'd be all over Tennessee in this game. Give the points. Take those touchdown makers in same game parlays. Clean up. Take the guys we spoke of if you're in a pinch and take that defense from Tennessee 
get me out of New Jersey. They don't love me. I don't oh, love them. Mishy. And I someday, Mishy. Someday. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. And speaking of your second favorite city in America, Philadelphia. Right down 95. Right down 95, where the poor Philadelphia Eagles coming off a of one ass kicking. And they're hosting a very, very angry, angry Kansas City Chiefs team. Mitchie, do you know what uh, Patrick Mahomes' record is coming off a loss? Probably undefeated. I, I'm pretty sure he is just about undefeated. Let's talk Eagles Chiefs for three minutes starting now. Smart guys have this game as a seven and a half point favorite. I would lay that line all damn day. Um, if you draft for the Philadelphia Eagles, you drafted Jalen Hurts. When they gonna? When are they gonna tear him loose? When he get? When he gets his head cut off? I don't know because. Joe Flacco and Gardner Minshew are his backups. Philadelphia is in trouble. You drafted Miles Sanders to be what? Your RB2? I don't think he touched the ball more than two times last week. What the fuck is going on in Philadelphia? Devonta Smith, you drafted him as your rookie stud? Ain't nothing there. Dallas Goddard is the only fantasy option there. And as much as I like his game, I'm not trusting him whatsoever. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to put a blitzkrieg on the Philadelphia Eagles. It's not going to be funny. Now, if you listen to this program last week, we spoke about uh, my favorite hyphenated running back, Mr. Hilaire. Let me see if I can't get his name right. Clyde the Clyde Clyde. Edwards Hilaire. And people were cutting him two weeks ago. Well, 100-point game, 100-point rushing. I have to look if he got in the end zone. He was available, too. Patrick Mahomes had a really nice game. Lost the game in a super exciting game against San Diego. We'll talk about it in a minute. Holmes is a must start, my homie. Tariq Hill did nothing last week. What happens when Tariq Hill does nothing one week? Boom. Boom. Number one receiver. Boom. Number one wide receiver in fantasy football this week. Multiple touchdowns. Get to the sports book and put that one in, America. Kelsey will find the end zone. And Butker, much like last week for Mr. Kilbasa when he got his head squashed into the mud by my cleat, size 13, by the way, America, Mr. Butker is going to be a extra point kicker, and he's going to kick five or six of them. The chance that the Chiefs defense is going to be fantasy worthy rises to the table this week because on paper, he's a second year guy. But in reality, big Kansas City Chiefs are going to treat Mr. Hurt like a rookie quarterback. It's uh, heavy, heavy, heavy love for the Kansas City Chiefs in the pro game, in the fantasy game. Get me out of it. I don't even want a Chiefs state. Can I leave the Northeast now, or do you got any questions? <laughs> let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> and let's go back out to L.A. This is going to be a good game. The Rams are for real. The Arizona Cardinals once want to be real. They're close to being real because they are 3-0, and and so are the Rams. And this is going to be a clash for sole possession of the AFC West, Michi. Let's talk Rams cards for three minutes. And what could be one of the games of the week? Oh, there's, there's, there's every potential that this would be a must-see must TV. 
Um, this is the kind of game where you do not watch the Red Zone Highlight Channel. You watch this game. Kyler Murray, you got him for a reason, please. Chase Edmonds, Mr. Kielbasa. When is Chase Edmonds going to score a touchdown? This Sunday. What week? This Sunday, America. You got that? Say it one more time. Chase this Edmonds. Sunday. Touchdown makeup. DeAndre Hopkins has been banged up. What has he done for you? You drafted him as a number one. Not yet, and it's not going to be this week. A.J. Green, how's my man A.J. Green doing? He's not a top guy, but he's a solid guy. The surprise and the potential free agent pickup in some leagues will be Christian Kirk. Um, everyone loves Rondell Moore. Very nice, but he's number four on the depth charts. Can't start you, can't trust you. Christian Kirk, if you have either of those ten- two Tennessee um, wide receivers who are banged up, Here's a name to put on your list. I have another name later for the Ravens to put on your list, but we'll get to that when the time comes. The idea that the Los Angeles Rams are the best team in football is not that far-fetched, Mr. Kamasa. It's not. Not. And in fantasy football, if you picked up Matthew Stafford, you're winning Mulder. Yeah. If you like any of their running backs, don't. Don't. Cooper Cup is now the number one wide receiver in football. The aforementioned Robert Woods from my team has taken a big-time backseat early in this year. Van Jefferson got love, and last week, Van Jefferson getting love. That's tremendous. But last week, Deshaun Watson could have had two or three touchdowns. And it's a dial them up which wide receiver do you really want to pick up. And I'm sticking with Cooper Cup. And for the sake of my fantasy team, in this particular game, I'm giving Robert Woods one more week. Mm. So am I saying he's a touchdown maker? I'd be a homer. Am I saying <laughs> Michi is sticking? Ah. Is Michi going to stick with him? Yes, he is. This will be, as you said, Mr. Kilbasa, one of the games of the week. Yeah. Right now, the Rams. Right now, the Rams are getting four. Excuse me. Right now, the Cardinals are getting four and a half points. So the smart guys in the desert see what we're seeing in a sense. But what that number is telling me is the Rams are heavy favorites in this game. But for fantasy football um, purposes, pick up the players, start the players that we spoke of. Are either two teams defenses fantasy worthy? I'm going to say no this week because there are better options. Now, I know how am I not going to start the Rams? What the heck is that, Michi? There are better options, like one of those teams playing against a rookie quarterback, specifically the Bengals. And this will be fun. This will be fun. This will be a nice game for the fans. This will be a great game for the NFC West uh, standings. At the beginning of the year, I would say it's the Cardinals game to win in an upset. But watching the Rams play, they're going to handle their business. This will not be a four-and-a-half-point game. This will be a field goal game to win at in the last moment. Take the over, plus 58. Let me try that again. Plus 55. Jump all over that. You know, the first team, the 38, winning this game, Mr. Kermasa. There you go. And the first team to San Francisco is going to be our next game. Uh, yeah. Another battle in the West, the NFC West this time. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks. And, hey, nobody's been talking about Seattle lately. And I don't really know why. Well, probably because they're one and two. 
but San Francisco, they're two and one, and Jimmy Garoppolo's getting some confidence in himself. And hey, this is gonna be another good game. We've got a lot of good games coming up here this Sunday. Seattle, Seahawks, Niners, three minutes, Michi, starting out. You know, in the past you would say, Wow, this is gonna be the two best teams in the West. Um, this is a must win for both games, Mr. Tobasa. Um, the Seattle Seahawks defense is not what they think it is. Their offense should be better right now. But they're going against the 49er team that's pretty good. Question marks on the 49ers. Certainly, who's going to be the fantasy-relevant quarterback? The answer is nobody. At running back, we spoke about Trey Sermon and how he won a ball game for me and put Cleet Mark in the back of your head. Elijah Mitchell, when he comes back, he will be the guy. And if someone was a knucklehead enough to get rid of him in your league, go find him. He may not be that person this week, but moving forward, he's going to win you some ball games. Debo Samuel is great. You got him. You're going to start him. Brandon Ayuk is now in the good graces. In this particular game, I got both wide receivers and, of course, Kittle. You got him. You're starting him. All three of those men, the two wide receivers and the tight end, are touchdown makers. It makes Garoppolo fantasy relevant. And on the flip side, Russell Wilson does what Russell Wilson does. Chris Carson, I love him. Finally found the end zone, had a great game. You got him, you start him. What are you doing about the uh, Metcalf-Tyler Lockett scenario? You got him on your team, you got to start him. For the 49ers team that's supposed to be defensive sound, defensively sound, I got this game as an over game. I got the, and the number is 52. I got this game as a shootout game. Vegas likes this because the 49ers are given three points at home. That means it's anybody's ball game. I would watch this game for a dollar. Russell Wilson wins this game in the last second with a touchdown pass to Tyler Lockett. Fantasy football world goes crazy. You're playing all these players because you know to, because Michi said to, because this is the ferocity. And Johnny Kielbasa agrees. One of the one of the best games of the week. Yeah, 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 yeah. With time to spare, why not? If you know all you need to know. Going to be a good game. You got a bunch of people. You can do it. So let's go to Denver, where Baltimore has just been in shootout and slugfest every week. Denver says, hey, we're going to be around at some point because we're three and fucking oh. And Baltimore says, hey, we should be three and oh, but we're two and one, just like everybody else in the AFC North except Pittsburgh. But Denver, who would have thought Denver would be three and oh, Michi? This is going to be another good game. Let's talk Broncos, Ravens for three minutes. Starting now. America. You may not like to hear this, but the Broncos' defense is for real. And Teddy Bridgewater right now is controlling a team that has some issues at wide receiver. So they're relying on the running game. Melvin Gordon has been fantasy gold, Jerry. Gold. Your guy. Their kicker, their kicker Brandon McManus, has been gold. If somehow he has slipped through your waiver wire, find that kicker. Because Teddy Bridgewater equals field goal. And in this game, the idea 
event is going to be a lot of field goal kicks. Field goals kicked is completely real. Justin Tucker broke a record last week. You were may or may not have had that game on. I had that game on where he came when he kicked that 68-yard field goal. After that 66, after that 68-yarder was returned. Now, I was watching that game because Lamar Jackson's my quarterback. Had a couple Marquise Brown drops or else he's scoring 34 fantasy points and our game's over early. And I'm grateful for the drama. The idea, the idea that the Ravens lose this game is foreign to me. I think that they're going to come out Lamar Jackson will be the leading rusher. Um, Mark Andrews will be the number one pass oh, receiver. Mark Andrews, you son of a bitch. And here is, here is your fantasy football winning play, America. A young man named Rashawn Bateman, a wide receiver, is coming to play his first game for the Baltimore Ravens. And in three weeks, Mr. Bateman will be the number one receiver in Baltimore. And you may just win your fantasy league based on Lamar Jackson to Mr. Bateman by the time it comes around. I implore everyone listening because he's available in every format. Pick that young man up. Reap the rewards. I'm America's commissioner for a bleeping. What was that, Michi? Um, America's commissioner for a bleeping reason. Yeah, he implores you, America. You've been implored by Mishy himself. Yeah, when was the last time someone said that to you, Mr. Kibosa? Yeah, I wish I'd be implored a little more. <laughs> in this, and, in, and in this particular game, I like the Ravens to win this ball game, And I think Denver will compete. I will start um, um, Melvin Gordon. Um, if I'm forced to, I'm starting Cortland Sutton. Noah Fant has been hot and cold against the team uh, this week. Noah Fant may or may not be a factor. If you got options, get them this week. And I'm, I would look for this game to be pretty well uh, a Baltimore Ravens return to glory kind of game. And a game that Denver says, oh, shit, on offense, we might have to go back to the drawing board. Okay. There you go. And now we go to the final 425 game of the weekend where Aaron Rodgers at home welcoming in just when you want to count out Pittsburgh, Michi. If you're going to say that Ben Roethlisberger is done, I got another thing for you right now. But we're going to talk about... The one and two Stullers going up to Green Bay where nobody likes to play unless you're a Green Bay Packer. Three minutes starting out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this way, Mr. Kavasa. You got a bet. You got a bet. Aaron Rodgers is, of course, a must-start. Aaron Jones is a must-start. Touchdown maker. A.J. Dillon will score a touchdown for you this week, people. Devontae Adams will have the best game for him in this game. He will be a multiple touchdown maker. Mason Crosby won't have to win this one early. The Pittsburgh Steelers have so much trouble. It's not funny, Mr. Kielbasa. And I'm going to be strong about this so I can take whatever wager you want and just keep up in the ante. Ben Roethlisberger, if you got him, why haven't you cut him? 
I have them. Why haven't I cut them? Najee Harris has now got to be super everybody. And yeah, and he had a great game last not, week. He had a, and I'll tell you what, Green Bay watched it, and it's not happening this week. Chase Claypool is the only healthy wide receiver, which leaves a name James Washington on your fantasy wire. Is anyone going to pick him up? Hell no. But he will be a touchdown maker. You watch and see. The Broncos, excuse me, the the, the Steelers will score a touchdown in this game. They may score two. Green Bay will not stop at four. They may get five. And take a field goal to boot, which makes Crosby an eight to nine point kicker. Pick him up, start him. This game, may I dare say, is already in the books. Oh. It's already in the books. Well, you know now, what that means. If I was sitting next to some of my uh, the guys I've coached with, they would give me an elbow to the head so fast. They would say, Mishy, don't say that. And I'd look at I'd throw an elbow into the ribs and say, I'm always right when I say that. Mm-hmm. Put it in the books. What wager are you on here? What I am do gonna... I have to do yeah. to give Yinzers anything to take all the cheese I can out it, of Green It's Bay really simple. Yeah, Johnny, I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Stillers um, for the big upset. Even though Aaron Rodgers is going to have 35 fantasy points, that's fine with me. I don't care if they win or not, win or lose. I just want Aaron Rodgers to, to rack up some points. He's going to get his points for sure. Pittsburgh wins for a dozen bratwursts and a gallon of cheese curds, my favorite cheese curds that you can only find in the state of Wisconsin. Dozen bratwursts that I'm not sharing, by the way, and a gallon of cheese curds that I'm not sharing, by the way, when the Stillers. I was. As, as I said earlier, I was in Minneapolis and on the menu with cheese curds. And I looked at the person. I said, why? And they said, well, because we get people from Wisconsin here. And I said, and they order it in Minneapolis. And she looked at me and smiled. <laughs> and that's all you need to know about <laughs> that's it. those, the upper, what do you call that? The upper Midwest. I don't even know what they call them. And frankly, I don't care because we're going <laughs> to, oh, what can we talk about now? Oh, it's Tom Brady's return to Foxborough. Oh, do you know that Tommy's coming back? Are you going to boo Tommy? Of course not. How could you boo Tommy? He gave us six Super Bowls. We're going to stand up and we're going to give him a nice round of applause. And then we're going to hope that our defense smashes him into the ground. Oh, do you think that Tommy's going to talk to the hoodie at all? Oh, I don't know. You know Bill doesn't like to talk to anybody, especially Tom Brady. They really didn't like each other. But then again, maybe he was just trying to motivate Tom to win more Super Bowls. Oh, I don't know. But everybody is going to be watching. And oh, Tom Brady this and Tom Brady that. The defending Super Bowl champion coming back to Foxborough. Oh, blah, 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 blah. We love Tom, but we just hope we beat his ass this weekend, Michi. Patriots. Buccaneers. Three minutes starting now. Michi, I hope I hope Tampa Bay beats the shit out of the Patriots. I think that uh, I think that is going to happen. The New England Patriots don't have the horses to beat Tampa. They just don't. Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Uh, he used to play in New England. The juicy of all the juiciest starbursts you can possibly get. Or is that Subway sandwich? I don't know. 
that they can get is not knowing what to do. The whole of New England, dumbfounded, stupefied, and then they get to watch their home team lose against their their hero. It's fantastic. I've never seen a person in Boston not know what to say, and they're going to have to sit there, shit themselves, and like it. And it's fantastic. The running game in New England. What do you got? Excuse me. The running game in Tampa. What are you going to do? You're going to start Fournette. Feel good about it. Touchdown maker. Mike Evans. Got him. You're starting him. Chris Godwin. You got him. You start him. Um, Ab Brown or Antonio Brown rather is uh, questionable with the vid. He used to. He was in New England for a week. And Rob Gronkowski playing the drama king. Being a touchdown maker, fantasy relevant, getting hit last week, coming, going into the tent, going into the locker room, coming back out like Superman and catching balls. It don't get no better. It's Gronkowski's homecoming. And I want to make a a little wager with my New England fans. Who are they going to be a more emotional for? Chowda O'Brady or Rob Gronkowski? Mm. In your heart of hearts, Mr. Kilbasa, is not Rob Gronkowski a media hero and Tom Brady a wannabe? Uh, <laughs> there's no, there's nothing. In, in, only if Tom Brady decided that he wanted to be an ice skater or something like that would be, he be a wannabe. There's nothing that Tom Brady wants to be that he's not already. He is the GOAT. He is the un, uh, unquestioned greatest NFL football player of all time. There is no argument against anybody else. I'll try. You, not, want, you want me to make an auto Graham argument? I can't even do it with a straight face, Mishy. I, Mr. Kibasa, it was a loaded question. <laughs> I am asking which of the two men are media icons in terms of you see my puss more in commercials and for longer periods of time. It's only recently that Tom Brady has come out in America, at least, doing commercials. Meanwhile, Rob Gronkowski is, to me, the man for media. He is, I said this on this program years ago, he is the biggest superstar that's going to come out of the National Football League in terms of media. And that's saying something. Mm -hmm. And I love it. I love it that he's still playing. I love it that he's still playing good ball. Am I starting them this week in New England for Tampa Bay? Absolutely. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Rob, I know your brother listens. So we've spoken about that. Absolutely. If you guys haven't used that in the living room, I don't know what the hell's wrong with there you guys. Go. There you go. New England. Now, who are you starting for New England fantasy football wise? The love fest in Tampa is over. Yeah. Um, for the. For New England and the Patriots, you, you picked up a kid, Jacoby Myers, this week because you're chasing points. There will be a touchdown from a wide receiver. It's going to be Nelson Aguilar. You got a running back problem in New England because Mr. White is not going to play. It's the Damian Harris show and nothing else. Hunter Henry, you picked him up, you drafted him. Just get rid of the guy, okay, even if he does something. Mac Jones is not startable. Tampa Bay comes and wins this game. Let's see what Vegas says. The Patriots are a seven-point underdog. Go ahead and say Tampa's beating them by 
Shoot, what do you want to say? 16 points? Sure. Tom Brady, 300-plus fantasy yards. Tom Brady, a top-five fantasy quarterback. All the pass catchers are in play for Tampa. And I'll tell you what, the love fest... Like we, like you spoke of, is going to be front and center because this game's not going to be that competitive. And that's all we need to hear about the Sunday nighter because we got one more game to go, Michi. Another Monday nighter, another great yeah. game. Is I don't know. It's just the quality of games in the in the NFL just more awesome this year. Just more. Well, I don't know. I've told you this many times. I've told you this many times. Um, drugs are free now in New York City, and the people who make your schedule sit in a room together for four days get lit up deciding what would be the most fun for us fans to watch as part of the schedule. The Monday Nighter, another game, and we got two games in, in L.A. this week. The Chargers, maybe people might start actually showing up to their games now, hoping at hosting the Las Vegas Raiders in an AFC West clash where both teams are doing pretty good. The Chargers are 2-1 and one and the Raiders are 3-0, and oh, Michy. Three more minutes to the finish line, brother. Take it away. Not going to be Jim Plunkett versus, uh, I just lost his name. The guy with the beard. Jim Plunkett? Dan, yeah, Jim Kenny Plunkett Stabler? Dan Fouts. Jim Plunkett versus Dan Fouts. And it's not going to be that kind of game. This is going to be a tremendous football game for Monday Night Football. Derek Carr is fantasy relevant and has been all bleeping year long. The question um, in terms of chasing points on your fantasy pickup waiver wire is the running back, Peyton Barber. Led the world in touches last week. Everyone rushed to pick him up. Mish is here to tell you that Josh Jacobs should be at practice this week. Look at your injury reports because I get the feeling Josh Jacobs is playing sooner than later. And your free agent point chasing of Peyton Barber goes out the window. The, the young wide receivers, Ruggs, Edwards, and Renfro, I don't know who's scoring the touchdown. I would say Ruggs and Renfro are touchdown makers. And Darren Waller. Where have you gone, Darren Waller? Everyone's giving him so much attention. Darren Waller's the number one tight end in football this week, hands down. That makes Derek Carr a damn near 30-point fantasy quarterback and a must-start this mm. week. People, people, if you got any questions, and if he's still available, go find him. For the uh, San Diego Chargers, man, how about that game last week? Did, can I tell you a story about that fantasy football game or that pro football game? Sure, in, in, sure, sure. Against sure, the Chiefs, sure. the Chargers. So at the end of the game, we're watching that game, and we're we're used to the my, the brainwashing of, oh, they're just going to kick a field goal. They're just going to do that. Time's going to run out. Don't give Mahomes the ball. Blah, 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 blah. They're on the goal line through a couple – the Chargers are through a couple of questionable penalties – and the play comes into Herbert Eaton Sherbert, Justin Herbert. And he hears it as a running play, and as it should have been. He looks at Mike Williams in the huddle and says, be ready for the fade. Throws the fade, touchdown. Miss the extra point. Don't. Four, 45 seconds left. Miami with the ball. And the Chargers shocked the world by not just winning that game, but that kid. Mr. Herbert, 
knowing and recognizing that this is an exciting football game and we got to win overruled the coach and the brainwash play call and just gave us one of the most exciting finishes that we might see in 2021. Herbert, a must start. Eckler, a must start. Keenan Allen, a must start. Mike Williams, no one drafted him. You picked him up in free agency. You're going to win again because of him. There's going to be a boatload of points, completely entertaining ball game. Um, I love the way the Chargers are playing football. Meanwhile, back in Nevada, again, we spoke about Carr. We spoke about Jacobs. We talked about the wide receivers that I think are going to do things and Mr. Waller. This week four, Monday night, October 4th, will be one of the most fun, fun, fun games that we will see all weekend. Must see TV. And And as a side note, Brother Peyton and Brother Eli will not be on their Eli and Peyton simulcast with ESPN on Monday night. That's too bad. They will not be doing they will not be doing the program. Well, hey, but we'll be doing a program and we just did a fucking program and it was more fun than a pack of hogs behind a barn on a wild Saturday night, that's for sure. Mishy. You're America's commissioner. Thank you for the ass-kicking. Congratulations on um, being better at fantasy football than I am and beating you five times in a row. Take it away, bro. I had fun. I had fun. America, enjoy the pro game. Appreciate the fantasy games. Pay attention to what they shared today on the free agent wire. And go have a great time at least four national football league. Mr. Kabasa, you're the best. Thank you very much for this opportunity. There he is. Another week in the books for fantasy football ferocity and another 30 podcasts in 30 days. Almost done. Nothing over but over by the closing ceremonies tomorrow. Where I, I don't even know if I'll be able to talk after all this. And I honestly don't know if you'll ever see me again. But hopefully you will because this has been the worst month ever. But we made it the best month ever. Yes. podcasting and thank you very much to Mishy for being there the whole time so go out there and play some fantasy football go out there and listen to the 500 episodes of the Sausage Up podcast they're all free they're all funny and they're all better than those douchebags that you usually listen to so there you go week four coming out hard and we'll see you hopefully next week on the fantasy football ferocity